Hello and welcome to episode four of the Younger Perspective podcast. Today, my guests are Jason, who is returning. Jason, want to say a quick hello? Hi, everyone. And a new guest, Chris. Hi, good to be here. All right, so our topic today is not a movie, but a man. His name <laughs> is it's Rick Moranis. And you may ask, who is Rick Moranis? And I will ask, who do you think you are? Did not know Rick Moranis. Only one of the greatest actors to ever live. <laughs> ever. Um, this man is on a different caliber of talent <laughs> when it comes to acting. And frankly, he took himself out of Hollywood too soon, in my opinion. He, he did. He, he, I would love to see him in movies today. Just... He could have been up there with the greats. Yep. I mean, he is, of course. But I'm there just is, wondering but what could have be, been. He could be another step higher. Exactly. Exactly. Well, uh, first we'll go into facts. But we're going to stray away from the weird but true facts. And we're just going to go Rick Moranis actor facts. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I have three good ones. So we'll start off with number one, which is, did you know that Rick Moranis is a Grammy-nominated musician? I did not know this. Really? Yes. He is Grammy-nominated musician. And, like, I might, like, like there's a YouTube video here and I can play his music. So we're just going to... I would like to hear an extra. We're just going to go... I would turn up the volume on my computer all the way. All right. This is hard for me to do. But I can't <laughs> seem to stop myself. I know you said that we were through. And here just I Just listen and love it. <laughs> Those are some nice pipes. And that, that is... makes sense that, that is he was Grammy nominated. Grammy nominated right there. This is a man who was born for the stage. <laughs> the fact that I'm surprised by this, this fact, is a little concerning to myself. Yes. I mean, his his voice is just so soothing. Yes. I was just as I, surprised, Chris, when I read it. I was like, he's he's an actor. He's a singer. What what more does this man have up his sleeves? Well, Frankly, other than his I would have loved to books. find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the next question has to kind of do with his singing, but it's Jason. You're going to like this one. Mick Mor- Rick Moranis' Jewish upbringing inspired his most recent album. Really? And, and his newest album is called My Mother's Brisket. <laughs> <laughs> I believe this brisket is a metaphor for life. <laughs> and how and Moranis' upbringing and how when... the brisket of his family contributed to his time in Hollywood. <laughs> when did that come out? My I have no idea, but I mean, it's a, do we want to hear a, his this song? It's called I do. It's called Pew Pew Pew, a song by <laughs> I think we have may have a new favorite genre here. Oh, I, oh, uh-oh, that's loud. <laughs> I can hear the Jewish undertone. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh bars. Now that is some great writing. Some great. When writing. I listen to that, I I can see flashbacks from my ancestors. It makes me think about what is the brisket in my life that my mother made me. Well, there's fact two. In fact three, I could just go on. It's like a list of like fifteen Rick Moranis facts. But fact three is, um. Rick Moranis avoids airplanes, but not because he's afraid of flying. Then why? Because he can fly on his own. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can grow wings. Um, he reveals he's, he's that talented that he avoids airplanes in favor of driving, 
but not because he's afraid of flying. He dislikes the dragged out process of flying from getting to the airport a couple of hours early to dealing with six six seatmates. I mean, who doesn't hate that? I mean, this man, as godly as he is, he is also relatable, yes. which I can really appreciate. He's down. To he's earth. just he's just a smart man. He's just perfect in every way. <laughs> but those are our our facts today. Our Rick Moranis facts. And those are some nice facts. Yeah, were, great facts. Those, right are probably, those are probably the best facts that we've ever released on this podcast. But now oh, we'll go into undoubtedly. we'll go into the uh, the main section. Which is his movies, and we're going to talk about four of. Well, we're going to mainly talk about four of his movies, and those movies are "Honey, I Shrunk the Cl- Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," which is his classic. Um, Spaceballs, which is also a classic. Ghostbusters, which he's a smaller role in, and Brother Bear, which is an animated movie that not many people know he's in. But why don't we start off with the classic, which is "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids"? What are you, what are your thoughts, boys? Okay. I have a fan theory about this, okay, about this movie. So, for those of you who don't know, this movie follows uh, Wayne Skolinski, I believe his name was, played by Rick Moranis. Mm-hmm. And his goal in life is to create a shrink ray. Now, it is established at the beginning of the movie that Skolinski has some marital problems with his wife because she's out working. Now, what I believe is that most of this movie took place within Skolinski's deteriorating mind because of his marital problems. Now, up until the point where the kids get shrunk, this is all happening. But before, it had been proven time and time again that his shrink ray just exploded things. And suddenly it gets hit by a baseball and it works? I don't think so. Well, I think the kids got exploded by the shrink ray. Well, They're when gone. the baseball got in the way of the ray, it, like, made it less powerful. Just powerful enough to shrink people. So Here's what I believe. <laughs> I think the kids died. <laughs> Skolinski covered it up, and he convinced himself, due to his deteriorating mental state, that his machine worked, and then he shrunk them. That is probably <laughs> the most immaculate <laughs> I've ever heard. When his neighbor sees him scouring around his yard... He thinks he's insane. He is right. He's portrayed to be a bad guy, but Skolinski is deteriorating throughout the movie, believing that his kids are fighting ants in the jungle of his backyard. His wife did leave him, contributing to his mental state, and there's a point in the movie where he's sleeping, and his wife walks in and says, I love you, Wayne Skolinski. This is all in his head. His wife left him long ago, and he killed his kids. Brilliant. That is my favorite. That is a brilliant fan theory. Thank you. You know, I can't say it's not possible. I really can't. Yeah, I mean, with Rick Moranis as the lead actor who plays a brilliant, who is absolutely brilliant in this movie, 10 out of 10, better acting than, like, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, please, please. <laughs> he can, you can't even put the two in the same sentence. He convinces I us. frankly think he was snubbed. He was snubbed at the, was at the snubbed Oscars, okay? the Oscars and the, the subtle Globe. nuances of his performance really sold his deteriorating mental state. Exactly. If, if the Academy just realized that he was playing an insane person and not a person trying to find his drunken kids, they would have given yeah. him an Oscar right on they the weren't they, they weren't looking into deeper meaning. They really weren't. The only thing that shrunk in that movie 
was Stalinsky's capacity <laughs> for critical thinking. <laughs> exactly. That's what I that's, believe. That's a great. That's a great line, and that will be quoted later. In life. Thank you. Um, classic. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Great answer. I'd also like to add. Yes. This movie kind of had some disturbing visuals. I think if I watched it when I was little, it would have sure given me some me. trauma. Because, like, I, I think about to it now, and I think of, like, the terrifying, like, ants. And, like, isn't there, like, a scorpion or something? Yeah. There yes, is. there is. What kind of scorpion is walking around in a suburban backyard? Uh, that is a question I also have. I, I that contributes too. to my theory. That contributes to my theory. The outlandishness, outlandishness of this scorpion in the backyard can only mean... That's taking place in Skolinski's head. I, I have I have one complaint about this movie. Let's hear it. I thought okay, so they it said that the kids shrunk to like one one fourth an inch, but they had to be so much smaller than that. Cause you can see something that's that big, like just with your eyes. You don't need a you don't need a microscope. That is that. true. So every t- every time like he looked right at them and didn't see them. I was like, <laughs> "You're the movie's lying to us." Yeah, because it's, it's true. It's just, bigger than it's true. you think, right? It's like, yeah, that big. I mean, and then he ate know. them in the Cheerios. Oh. That was a big ending. Yeah. That was a big yeah. surprise. That that kid, the kid with the glasses, was almost killed so many times <laughs> in that movie. Yeah, he's he's very careless. You know, it starts off, he goes on the bee, and the terrifying bee, I'd like to add. Yeah. And then he meets the ant. You think the ant's going to kill him. And those aren't even the scariest <laughs> the bugs in the movie. In. When the freaking scorpion <laughs> shows up. Well, the ant, the ant be- turned out to be a friend, though. Ant- the ant was one of my Ante. favorite characters, honestly. Auntie, yeah. Auntie did have a nice character arc. Say he was a bit of yeah. a mentor for the, uh, the neighbor kid. Who just liked <laughs> to play baseball. Yeah. What's his name? Russell? Or... Russell was the older one. Oh. Um, what was his name? And he was... He, I know Sir I don't remember. I want to say Pogo, but I know it's not Pogo. It's not Pogo. I know it's not Pogo. Where you get that from? I don't remember. I have too much Rick Moranis in my head right now. He's everywhere. I think it... Oh, hold on. I'm looking at the cast. I, I think it starts with an R. Is it is it Ronald? It's Ronald, yeah. Is it Ron? It's Ronald. Yeah. Ron and Russell. Yeah, Russell. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Russell was putting the moves on the uh, sister. That yeah, kid had some game in that movie. Yeah. When they were sleeping in the Lego. That's when they got down. Yeah, to he, was, he, was like, he was like, are you cold? He was like, yeah. he said, are you cold? And that's how you know things are getting real. Oh, yeah. I was like, whoa there. I thought Moranis makes family <laughs> films here. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, great movie. Great stuff. It was a good movie. It was a good movie overall. It's, it. it's a classic. It's a classic. Just a... It only I'm has 76% see... on Rotten Tomatoes. Are you kidding? Snubbed. Rotten Tomatoes is flawed. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes okay? is a lot of Rotten Tomatoes is just And that's a biased. great segue I'm interested... into the next movie. Oh, yeah. Spaceballs, which only has a 57%. What? Now, that one I can I can agree what? with a little bit. Um, Spaceballs is awesome. Spaceballs is okay. a classic. Okay, I'll, I'll throw out a quick synopsis of Spaceballs to those who don't know what Spaceballs is. 
In a distant galaxy, Planet Spaceball has depleted its air supply, leaving its citizens reliant on a product called Para-Air. In desperation, Spaceball's leader, President Scroob, orders the evil Dark Helmet, played by Rick Moranis, to kidnap Princess Vespa off an oxygen-rich Doridia and hold her hostage in exchange for air. But help arise for the princess in the form of renegade space pilot Lone Star and his half-man, half-dog partner, Barf. Now, there, there are moments where I'm, I'm on the floor dying laughing. With this mm-hmm. the, there are moments where I'm on the Cut I'm out for laughing, a bit there. and then there are moments where I'm the exact opposite of laughing. What, but, like, the moment, the ludicrous speed moment, I remember, like, the first time I watched it, and when Rick Moranis just goes flying into that... He just goes from... <laughs> that was funny. Oh. I would definitely say he was... Him in... Who uh, was it? John, yeah, John Candy? Barf. Those yeah. two were probably the funniest part of the movie. Well, Rick Moranis is I'd the funniest say. part of any movie. That's yeah. a given. That's a given. That's a if, constant. If you, if you see but Rick John Moranis, Candy, I wish you, know, you had more time. You know that's when you laugh. Yeah. If you don't laugh, frankly... There might be something yeah. wrong with you. And you might as well just never watch a movie ever again. Exactly. Unless you're a, unless you are attracted to him and you're swooning, in which case I can understand <laughs> it's hard to do both at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and then there's and then there's the part where they're like combing the desert. That was, that was funny. That was funny. And I'll then give like it to the you. weird kind of parts is when like Yoda came in or yogurt. Like... I thought yogurt, <laughs> yogurt was funny. It was a little, I I like yogurt. With his merchandising. I really did not like the C-3PO, yes. the uh, dot. The female that, C-3PO. That part was very unfunny to me. She did not have many funny lines not in that movie. Like Luckily, Moranis was <laughs> carrying the movie on his back as I'd usual be like, I'd be like, to I'd make be like up for her proper performance. Rick Moranis would just pop up and be like, oh, wait, gotta get back <laughs> up. Yeah, the, the fight scene between him and Lone Star was very funny, yep. I will admit. That one gave me some good laughs. And this movie had a budget of twenty-two million dollars, and it made thirty-eight million. So, really, that's that's pretty it's good. Pretty good for for spaceballs. Spaceballs. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, if for like a like a what's it called yeah, a spoof film or whatever, spoof. that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's about that's about all I have to say about spaceballs. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say I liked it less than Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I would say that I like Spaceballs. I like Spaceballs more than Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, in my opinion. I think I got more. I got, I got more fair, laughs. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. I I thought they were both. They were both good movies. Rick Moranis was just incredible. Yeah. In Top tier. Yeah. Of course. Um. Anyhow, let's talk about his probably probably his most famous film. Probably like he's not he's not, not it's not his most famous film for him. Just Ghostbusters is the film that he that he's in that is the the most well known. Yeah, Ghostbusters. I mean, everyone knows Ghostbusters, um, but he doesn't play that big of a role. Um, I'll do, read a quick synopsis though. After the members of a team of scientists lose their cushy positions at a university in New York City, they decide to become Ghostbusters to wage a high-tech battle with the supernatural for money. They stumble upon a gateway to another dimension, a door that will release evil upon the city. The Ghostbusters must now save New York from complete destruction. And Rick Rick Moranis plays um, the 
actor named Lewis Tully. And he's got some great lines, mm. if I do remember. Some great sequences. But he's also not in it that much. Because I need a movie. If Rick Moranis is going to be in a movie, he's got to be. He's got to be a star. He's got to be. And this is where, this is why I truly appreciate Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. It is his swan yeah. song of a movie. <laughs> it really, it really brings out Rick Moranis' true acting just genius. Exactly. I mean, I hate to digress here back to the same movie, <laughs> but the dog Cork and him had some unbelievable <laughs> scenes together. And the fact that Cork wasn't even nominated <laughs> for Best Supporting Actor. Blue my it mind. frankly shows the corruptness in Hollywood <laughs> yes. at this time. Um, but there's not much I have to say about Ghostbusters in general, just because he doesn't play. Yeah. Surprisingly, out of these four movies we're going over, I remember yeah. that one the I least. I remember there's like he gets, yeah. he gets. I remember he gets attacked by one of the wolf dogs. Remember that. And then he I turns also remember into, like, that. crazy man. They're making a new one. Well, didn't they just make, didn't they just make They're a, making that a new, new Ghostbusters? One? They made. They're making one that does not have an yes. all female cast. They made cast. the female cast one. There's right. nothing wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> it did not make as much money as the original. I will say. It did not make two hundred ninety-five million dollars like the first one. <laughs> it wasn't successful, but it was its own thing. Um. Paul Rudd's in the new one. I think he'd make yeah. a great go. He is in the new that. one. You know who's not going to be in the new one? Yeah. Rick. Who? Sadly. <laughs> uh, well, we don't know if that. He's not gonna... okay? We don't know that. He. I think he's going to make a Stanley If he's not going to be in it, then what, least. what's the point of watching what's it? What's the point? What is the Well, then I'd, I'd like to add on this topic some, some good news for all the Rick Moranis fans out there. He has been confirmed to be coming back for... Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids oh. sequel Re- on yeah. Disney Plus. Brilliant. I don't know if it's a show or a movie. He already made two other sequels off of the first one, but he's he's reprising his famous role. So and the world holds its breath. It's called Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. <laughs> yeah, I think he makes his baby really big. Once again, okay, well, this may be part of his Rick delusion. Rick Moranis closes deal know. to return to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise with Shrunk at Disney. Yeah, I'm reading that same article. Oh, yeah. But I'm excited for that. Now there's something to look forward to. Now I yes, there is. Life. It's something to get us through these That's trying times. To look forward to. The light at the end of the tunnel. In I'd all say. this darkness throughout the coronavirus, Rick Moranis is the shining star. You see that shining light? It's the light reflecting off of his beautiful, <laughs> beautiful glasses. Uh, yeah. His his bright white teeth. Oh, they, they glisten. Oh, yeah. They glisten. With that winning smile. <laughs> oh, what a sure. man. Yeah. So, the last movie. That what a career. About, I, I didn't actually know about this. Like, I knew about it vaguely. But I didn't know about Brother Bear until maybe a month ago. And Brother Bear has a 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? That is very low. I mean, it was yeah. a pretty inoffensive movie yeah, for 37%. Like, like early, early 2000s animation, like Brother Bear and The Emperor's New Groove are just fantastic. Yeah, I, I love Brother Bear. I will admit that was my first... That was the first uh, old animation Disney movie I've ever really? seen. Mm-hmm. 
when I tell people what? I've never seen The Lion King, I usually get the a lot Lion of resistance. Mm-hmm. Well, that never seen it. Here it's it great. Is, it's pretty great. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. I recommend it. I think Rick Moranis is good. I think I've seen enough. I wish Rick Moranis had a bigger part, though. I was really looking forward to him, but he, I say this as honestly as I can. He was one of, if not the best part of the movie. Those two moose, yeah, (laughs) moose, if you will, were hilarious. Yeah, you know they should, they really should have been the main characters. Yeah, I, I was really hoping for more of those two guys. Is there a sequel about them? Here's where I, I like don't know. To make there's my a pitch. sequel. I've not seen it. Exactly. Disney executives, <laughs> I know you're listening to this right now. We want a spinoff <laughs> about the moose. The the mooses. Oh, there is a brother bear. Brother too. bear is Rick Moranis. There, in there it? is a brother bear too. He is. He is. He is in it, but they Joaquin yeah, Phoenix does not voice the main guy. Which is. I don't know. Oh. If I'm really. That that was another thing so I thought weird was weird about that movie. The Joker's voice behind that, behind the bear. Exactly. Yeah. And I looked it up, and the kid's yeah, supposed to be sixteen. Yeah, and it was like a thirty-year-old. It was like a thirty-year-old. <laughs> really? As a sixteen-year-old, yeah. I can confidently say that none of us yeah. sound like Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> he he was he was pretty good though, I and was, I thought the yeah, little bear good. was good too. But no one, no one was as good as Rick Moran. Of course not. I'd say my gripe with the movie. Was uh the the songs? They, they were kind of let down. Kind of kind of low tier. Well, and I, it was weird. I was watching it, and I got to the credits, and they were. It, I found out they were done yeah, by Phil Collins, a famous, which was kind of really, a surprise yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah, and well, they just weren't that the good. The song, they um, pretty mediocre. What you know, the song when they're like walking down the path, yeah, and yeah. the kids start singing. I liked yeah. that one. That, that, I like that. I like that too. I liked it when the kid was singing. I wish the kid sang more. He, he did have a good, voice. a good voice. Then Phil, Phil Collins cuts in, and you know, like, why didn't they yeah. have Grammy-nominated Rick Moranis sing us a song in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wait a minute. Thank you. That is a great. Point. Maybe about we gotta how go talk to the two mooses don't get along, but they're more similar than they think. I, I'm not writing the movie. Let, Let Moranis Rick do it. Moranis He's a genius. Okay. Mother biscuit or whatever. Let the man work. That he was my mother's for. brisket in, in the new Brother Bear movie. <laughs> the new, the new Brother Bear soundtrack. The the, the spinoff album, <laughs> My Brother's Biscuit. Wait, <laughs> brisket. Um. Yeah. Um. The the scene where the two moose were on the the mammoth that made me giggle. That was giggling. Oh yeah, I like good. that. I like that. That was funny. I was laughing. I thought he was good that. voice acting too. I thought he was. He's good at everything else. So yeah, they they had like accents. I, I actually kind of wish. I wish he went on to do more voice acting. I don't know if he's done more, but I'd like to see him do more. Yeah, um, I thought he was funny in that. He was. I, well, he did very too. I also. I thought the songs were a little strange. How they basically just described exactly <laughs> what was happening in every scene. Yeah. <laughs> Like when they got to the salmon run at the end, they're like, "We are eating salmon." And we <laughs> Wait, are together. hold up, guys! Mick Rick right. Moranis was a voice actor in the classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. What? No. Oh what? wait, he he was in Who was Rudolph he? the Red Nosed Reindeer in the Island of Misfit Toys. Misfit Toys. I don't know if that's like the OG one that I watched every Christmas, which I um, I feel like it's not. 
I I feel like okay, okay, it's not. Oh no, it totally is. It totally is. It's that. Oh wait, no. wait, what's up with no, the animation? It is definitely not. <laughs> this looks horrifying. No, that's the two thousand one. <laughs> yeah, the two that he's in the two thousand one one. Not yeah, not the classic one. Not the. I've classic never seen one. this. Yeah, it's a little Terrible. scary, but I watch it every Christmas, so I was I I was surprised, but not the two thousand one. Two thousand one version. Yeah, I watch I watch the old one every Christmas too. This two thousand one version looks animation looks a bit uh, off putting. Yeah, this looks like some film. Yeah, it film really does. Student movie. YouTube's got these times. I What's think it even about? Well, it's he has probably... to guide the sleigh again. Um. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and the Island of Misfit Toys is a 2001 American-Canadian Christmas computer animated adventure musical film directed by, oh wow, Bill Kowalchuk (laughs) for Good Times Entertainment. That did not say what it's about. (laughs) Oh, that's what it's about. Narrated by Richard (laughs) Dreyfuss. It looks like we've got an all-star cast here. Hold on. Um... I can't find. I remember Herbie. Herbie was very scary in the original, so I can only imagine. Yeah. What he's like in this. Oh my one. god. The animation looks like pleasant. a terrible old video game. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> um, this this does not hold up super well. The Toy Taker and Mr. Cuddles the Teddy Bear. So he's he's, he, he's so talented that he can play two roles. Two roles in one movie. And, like, nobody's going to be like, oh, is that the same person? Nope, his voice acting is that good. Nope. It's nope, a... no idea. He's half man, half amazing. Really. Yeah. Where's the Mr. Cuddles <laughs> spin-off film? <laughs> we, need, we just need spin-off films of just Rick Moranis. Just that's it. The the Moranis <laughs> Cinematic Universe, if you Wait, will. Wait, he's in, he's in the, the Flintstones? New MCU. Is he? I think he's in the Flintstones movie. Yeah, that's possible. It got twenty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's. Wow. It's probably it's probably because he didn't have enough lines. Hollywood was putting him down. Because if if Rick Moranis has a big role, the movie's <laughs> got to have at least eighty percent. At least get, the movie's gonna blow up. It's gonna be like an absolute success if Rick Moranis. Listen. If they want to remake, they want to remake the Flintstones in 1994. They better yabba dabba do it right. It's Rick Moranis. Yeah. It's a bigger part, okay? Well, I don't. That's all I want. I don't know. His part was Barney. He had. He was I mean, Barney Rubble. Fred's... I don't know who that is. Barney wasn't like. I I have a weird I don't memory think I of Barney. Barney. I feel like that guy was like always getting tossed uh, around. Rick Moranis would never get tossed around. Yeah. So that <laughs> that is why maybe maybe people didn't maybe. like the movie because it wasn't an accurate depiction because they just couldn't. That's pro- that makes they more couldn't sense, do that actually. to him. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, man, too good <laughs> for Hollywood. Never thought I'd see the day. Um. Well, that's all the movies. So. Why don't we move into some questions? Okay. Just let me pull these up. Okay. Okay, so the first one is from Nico. Thanks, Thanks Nico. 
Um, do you think our idea of time is beneficial to how we spend it? Well, <laughs> not expecting that on the Rick Moranis podcast. Let me Rudolph tell you. Red Nose Reindeer. <laughs> wait, wait, say it again. Okay, okay. Do you wait, what was our the question? idea of time is beneficial to how we spend it? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Well, like, I think our, well, our idea of time <laughs> is that it, it, it never ends. So how can you spend something that never ends? I'm going to say I think it's relative and our idea of time personally makes us spend it better because yeah. we know we have a short amount of it. I, that was a, I that still, was a big I still just don't uh, philosophical know question. It, so I'm gonna... Neither do I. <laughs> okay, next one. You might want to pass that one up to the big wigs at Disney. Ask a, <laughs> ask a student <laughs> actor who might know the answer. I wonder where, where, where do you think he lives? We could like mail him. Oh, let's hey, find his address. Quick, Rick, Rick Moranis address. <laughs> while you're finding well, that, while you're finding that, we don't want to dox him here. From Leah. Thanks, Leah. Ooh, uh, would, you, would you rather be deaf or blind? Oh. We're really getting to the deep, deep, deep questions. I would rather be deaf. I also uh, got to yeah, go with deaf. Because, yeah. I mean, Let's imagine just not being, being able to see color the rest of your life. Unless I could, well, you wouldn't, yeah, unless I could turn into some kind of ninja whose other senses are heightened. Well, yeah, I, I think if I, I turn into, like, the daredevil or something, obviously. You can still I'd see say. a lot of nice things. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll make yeah. an exception, but I don't think yeah. I have the dedication for that, yeah. so I'm going to have to go with deaf. We're all on the same page for that one. And then, the okay, last... I found Rick Moranis's address and, or no, his fan mail address. Fan mail address. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think he's got some special so packages coming his way. He does. So we he can lives drive at, to his house. Possibility. There's for possibility. all you viewers out there, he lives at one eleven Eucalyptus Drive, El Segundo, California. Zip oh, code. No. Nine oh two four five in the USA. What I'm wondering <laughs> is, can you mail a person throughout the I US think mail system? I we think can make it happen. happen. Because uh, there's a friend of mine. There's a friend of mine. It's not really me. Would it's like not me. There's a phone Gosh. number there. There's a phone number. It's oh. <laughs> Maybe we should have him call in. As should we guess. try and call him? Um, I mean, you can't really do it. Grab, grab your, grab, grab your phone. Interrupt phone, the audio. Dial it in. Put it on speaker. I don't have a home phone. Okay, I'll be right back. Okay. Uh, maybe we should contact him on our own and then have a sequel have, podcast. I think Lucas just went to get his home phone. No, no, so. I didn't. I didn't. We're calling Rick Moranis. Not right now. Oh wait, we're not. special treat. No, wait, this not. is his talent management company never mind we're not we're, we'll, we'll do it at a different time okay well i would like to ask them how they <laughs> yeah, haven't managed his talent properly agent. Well, with, his ta- with talent Jesus. like that he should be playing every role in every movie 
Why exactly. was he playing That's the main question. Baron brother? Especially Baron. with his top-notch voice acting skills. Joaquin Phoenix is just a not. <laughs> he's, he's terrible. A bad actor. Joker. Okay, I, I didn't want to have to say it. I know. I know you're listening, Joaquin. You're just. You're not a good I mean, actor. Rick Moranis makes everyone look I, like a peasant. I didn't want to go there. So. But... Um, I have true. one more it's question true. from Peyton, and then we're going to go into some would you rather's. Um, if you try to fail and succeed, is that failure or success? What? If you if you try to if you if you try to fail, it's, it's failure. Is that failure or success? Success. Well, I, I would say that it's failure. Isn't it failure? Well, by no, it's success because you you succeed at failing, so you're going to fail. But you're successfully failing. Your goal is to fail. But you're failing. So you're succeeding so you're still to failing. complete your goal. If you're failing, yeah, then you're it, trying to wouldn't fail. it be failure? failure? If you're trying if to you fail, successfully, you fail, that means you sex, successfully do something right, but you Wait. successfully fail. Well, you're failing at what you're trying to do, but you're but you're successfully completing your goal. Well, you're still failing. Mm. This is a real thinker. We're giving a lot more attention to this one than the extremely in-depth time question. I still think it's failing. Locking in failing is my answer. I, 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 nope, I'm I think going I'm, I'm going to hesitantly Stick lock in Well, the correct well. answers fail. So 10 points for me and Chris, zero points for Jason. Oh, yeah, prove it. Prove that that's the right <laughs> Um, I'm going to look it up. I think Harvey told me. So If you... Wait, what was it again? If you <laughs> uh, if you try to fail and you succeed, is it failure or success? Okay, here we go. If you tried to fail and then succeed, you failed to fail. So you got what you wanted. If you try to fail but succeed at the thing you wanted to fail, then you fail at trying to fail because you're a success. But if you succeed at failing which is what you try to do, then you succeed. I told you. Yeah, but you're still... I say we revisit you're the time failing. question now. That I, was somehow even more you. confusing. <laughs> Would it be inappropriate to submit a live a viewer what? question right now? Oh, yeah. Ask, ask a I have a question. I have a question. Okay. This has been bugging me for many years. What constitutes a condiment? Something what that, makes something a condiment? I, um, you put on something. Something that is. <laughs> yes. Is jelly yeah. a condiment? Yeah. Yeah, I would. I mean, some people will top their sandwich. I feel like jelly, jelly isn't know. a condiment. Pass the jelly. Let's... So, if I put, if I put a like a live animal on a sandwich. And plan no, to eat it. No. That's a would that make the animal a condiment? Because the, the animal's purpose is not to be on a sandwich. Yeah, but like, it's like think, think about think about condiments. Ketchup. Looks like you got mayo, me. Relish. And je- jelly and relish are like foods mixed up and like put in other things. So like, they're like the same thing. So they're both condiments. But That's a good point. 
All right. You were um, question answer. We don't have that much time, so let's just. I'm gonna put up this one. Would you rather question? I think it's pretty good. And then we're just gonna wrap things up. So last question is going to be. Um, would you rather look ten years older from the neck up or the neck down? So would you rather have an old face Ooh. or an older ten years older? Ten years older. I, yeah, I, right I, now I, I'm sixteen, yeah, so I yeah, got twenty six. So Think I got about go the rest 10 years of your older. body. Think about. I think that could be useful in some situations. <laughs> yeah. I having mean, a twenty six year old face. But wouldn't having a ten year old body also Well yeah, but the thing about that is like when you're that's just weird. I don't know. <laughs> when you're when I'm twenty six, my body will have deteriorated so? from where it is now, I'd say. Just because of age. I don't I don't know so. But I think generally, just age speaking, wouldn't my body have well, some like, deterioration? Like, that depends how you would treat your body over the next ten years. That's true. I feel like that's a that's a question we don't have answered yet yeah. because I don't know how exactly. I'm gonna treat my body. It depends. Yeah. I mean, I am too. I would actually probably. So I'm gonna go with face. Go with face. Um, okay, well, yeah. that's all the time we have today. Thank, thank you guys okay. for, for being here. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you for listening to our thoughts. Thank you for having us. And good night and goodbye.